What's up, everybody? It's your draft queens, Kate and Michelle, here as every week on a Monday morning, greeting your earballs to start your week off on the right foot. Happy start to your week. I hope everyone had a wonderful week four of football um, and every other sport, quite frankly, because, Michelle, we're here on Monday morning to talk about the huddle. Uh, We've got a lot going on this week, and we're going to get into it in just a second, but how are you doing this morning, Michelle? How are you to start this week? We love starting Mondays with the huddle. This has become our tradition. Hopefully, it's starting to become yours. There are a lot of juicy headlines, and as Kate mentioned, uh, it's not just football-focused. This is one of those episodes where we're uh, we're allowed to flex a little more sports muscle than just fantasy, which, you know what? That feels kind of nice sometimes. That does. That absolutely does. Well, I think with without holding anyone to further ado, I think that, as usual, you know the rules. We should get into the huddle, but we've got 60 seconds on the clock. And, Michelle, you are doing the honor of holding the clock this week. I appreciate you for that since I'm recording on my phone today. Um, but, yeah, we'll put 60 seconds on the clock, and we will start off everyone's week with the biggest headlines of this past week and what's coming up. Um, so you'll have to let me know, all-knowing clock holder, when you're ready to go through the headlines and count us down. All right. They're with great responsibility. Like, uh, this stresses me out. You know how I feel when I have to do the timer. <laughs> but I'm going to count you down so you okay. can read the first headline of the huddle this week. Okay, Kate? I'm ready for it, Michelle. Hit me. All right. Three, two, one. You're on. Cornerback Richard Sherman announces on his podcast that he's signed a one-year deal with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Chasing a ring. Uh, the United States reclaimed the Ryder Cup last Sunday, thrashing the former trophy holders in Europe with a score of 19-9. to Manny Pacquiao announces his retirement from boxing as he sets his sights on politics. Ooh. The St. Louis Cardinals win their 17th consecutive game to secure a National League wildcard berth. Golfer Bryson DeChambeau advances in the Long Drive World Championships with a 412-yard drive. Dang. The WNBA playoffs are upon us. The Chicago Sky won last week in two overtimes uh, in a thriller behind Vandersloot's triple, historic triple-double. Uh, at their annual media day, the Los Angeles Lakers, Russ Westbrook said that he would be pl- said that playing with LeBron James helps my game, and that their partnership would work. Devin Williams likely to miss Milwaukee Brewers postseason after punching a wall. Oh my, nice little thing is going off. <laughs> we almost made it. Well, we snuck in an extra headline at the last at the last second snuck- before we started recording. I did. I snuck this one in about Devin Williams missing the Brewers postseason because he punched a wall. Sir, sir, sir. that is not the sir. way you want to miss the postseason, sir. Like, I, I read that That's before dumb. we started, and I just, I had to. Sir, that is silly. But, Kate, our ninth headline was important to get to, so I realize we are over our 60 seconds, but I think you should read it anyway. Yeah, I mean, I think... Um... Most importantly of all these headlines and that all of our listeners should look forward to hearing more about on Wednesday's episode of Drafts on Drafts, uh, our final headline today was going to be that the New England Patriots, uh, a New England Patriots book goes inside the secretive and controversial franchise uh, within Robert Kraft, Tom Brady, and Bill Belichick. All of that to say, 
Um, there, there is no way on today's huddle that we could possibly unpack that expose book and uh, all of the, I'm sure there's going to be press that goes along with it in the coming days. So we will cover that in depth on Drafts on Drafts this Wednesday at 8 a.m. Uh, stay tuned. We have a lot to say about the Patriots of the Ots. Um, But we're not going to cover that today because there's a couple other things that are going on in these headlines that I really want to talk about. And first and foremost, as our resident golf lady, um, <laughs> I didn't realize that there is anything in golf that is called a long drive competition. Now, I don't want to gloss over the Ryder Cup because the Ryder Cup was really exciting. The U.S. beat the uh, former trophy holders in Europe, but we won with Bells 19-9. to uh, It was a lot of fun, but it's kind of old news. What is current news is this long drive competition, which Bryson DeChambeau, our guy, is uh, currently tied in second place for when, when we're recording this, that is. Um, and... I did not know that was a thing, Michelle, but he hit a drive of 412 yards, which is a lot of yards. And I'll leave it at that. Yeah. I I never heard of the Professional Long Drivers Association World Championships. First of all, that's a mouthful. Um, Second of all, (laughs) that's like, that's great. Is that like the equivalent of the Home Run Derby um, for golf? Yes, I think it is exactly that. That's the perfect way to put it. I think it is the Home Run Derby for golf. And that's what they're playing in. And it's kind of dope. All right. Well, rock on, Bryson. Keep hitting that ball 400 yards. Um, One of the headlines that I feel like I need to call out, and I maybe snuck in my own two cents after Kate read the headline, is, you know, all this Richard Sherman news that he announced, you know, on his podcast last week and coming back to the Bucs. It's it's just one of those, you know, it's a one-year deal. Tom called Mm -hmm. him, and when Tom calls, you can't say no. And look, Richard Sherman has has had some... scary off-season behavior lately, which is just a little nerve-wracking, to be totally honest. And uh, look, this is just my two cents about stuff like this. This is the same reason that I get all, like, cranky about, like, Le'Veon Bell. I hate this whole, like, let me just sign one year to go play somewhere where I think someone's going to win a Super Bowl ring so that I can get a Super Bowl ring. Like, I disagree strongly with that type of decision-making. It's not to say Richard Sherman is a bad player. It's also not to say that Le'Veon Bell was a, is a bad player. I just hate the ring chasing thing. It's like if you can't, if you can be so great on whatever team you're on, but you can't win championships, and then you want to go chase. I don't like that stuff. So I'm gonna stop talking about it and ranting. But tell I just, him, Michelle. Tell I him. I don't. I just don't agree with that stuff. I don't like it. A one year term with a team you think is gonna win the Super Bowl feels like. A lame move to me. Okay, but you're telling me that Tom Brady calls you and says, hey, Rich, you want to come <laughs> over to Tampa Bay just just for one year? Like, just wrap up your wrap up your career over here with one ring. You're telling me that you would not do that if Tom uh, I mean, Brady look, called you? Of course I would. And, like, honestly, Tom Brady is, you know, like a puppeteer back there calling up Gronk, calling up Richard Sherman, calling up all these guys. Getting, I understand. And, like, 
you know, like props to Tom because he's calling Richard for a reason, right? Like he respects his game. They've had their qualms in the past. They've had their losses to one another in the past. So yeah. he's yeah. It's, it is one of those like game respecting game things. And I appreciate the notion of it. I just, in my heart of hearts, I don't like the whole, let me sign a one year thing just so I can get a ring. I, I mm. it just does make me feel good inside. But, but yeah, if Tom called, like, of course he's going to say yes. You're not going to say no to that. I understand. <laughs> Yeah, I think the the moral human in me is like that's not fair. You're just joining the franchise so you can fucking win a win, a ring. But then that's the uh, the the competitor in me is like, yeah, of course I'm going to the box because I do want to absolutely win a ring because my whole career has been dedicated to trying to win a ring. So right. I get it right. from both sides. I get it. I I get it from both sides too. Uh, tell me about this Manny Manny Pacquiao thing. <laughs> the retirement doesn't surprise me. Um, the, his sights set on politics was the real eyebrow raiser for me when we read this headline. What is that about? Okay. Well, I, I've got two things to say there. And the first is that retiring at 42 as a professional boxer totally makes sense. I'm very glad that he's retiring at 42. I don't even want to be touched with a 10 foot pole. So enjoy (laughs) your retirement. Have a good old time. Um, he's certainly made waves and he's made his mark on, on the sport. Now, the interesting part of this headline, and this has been in many headlines before, but it's only resurfacing because he is indeed uh, retiring after almost three decades of a decorated career. Uh, But Manny Pacquiao, he's Filipino, to my knowledge, and uh, he has been talking for years uh, about becoming a senator in the Philippines as the national election is upcoming in 2022. Now I, we do not host a podcast that has anything to do with uh, government work here. But with that being said, good on Manny Pacquiao for doing the good deed of, I know there's been some tumult in, uh, in the Philippines and in the Asia Pacific region. And I don't know the nuances of it, Michelle, but I am glad for him if his if his passion project or his his next career is becoming a senator, then good for him. I'm glad for Manny Pacquiao. I hope we see him on the next ballot. And if he is indeed uh, a fit public servant, then so be it. It's just such an interesting headline. Good on him. As you said, three decades in, in boxing is honestly more than anyone should sign up for, in my opinion. And good on him to uh, to be trying to help his you know, help his home, his home people. Good on, good on you. I agree. I agree. Well, there's, you know, there's a lot going on in these headlines this week. Um, I just, wait, I have one question. I have a question I need to ask you. I I have an answer, I would assume. Okay. So as someone that is competitive, the reason that I put in this, this Milwaukee's brewer, the Milwaukee Brewers guy that's out for punching a wall was because I definitely have memories of doing that as a, as a kid playing, playing sports. So I just was curious. Now, guess what? I wasn't in major league baseball and I wasn't going to the postseason. So me getting mad and throwing a hissy fit really didn't mean anything, but like, did you ever do that? Did you ever have that situation where you actually injured yourself because you were so pissed about a bad play or a loss or something? And then it talk about your all time backfires. You actually hurt yourself. Mm. It's a good question, but I can say definitively that I've never done that. But also, like, this, <laughs> it, it dovetails very well. And, you know, I think 
we are we're at the end of the show and also between you and I and the listeners uh my recording device is almost out of battery so I gotta wrap it up over here um sorry everyone if I if I cut off this is just it's just another day in the life here I don't know why this is happening right now but it actually dovetails quite well because no I have never punched a wall or anything like that violent, I guess, or just heat of the moment driven. I have not done that. But when I was listening to uh, a podcast about the New England Patriots, that expose book, and they were talking about like Tom Brady and how how spitfire he is. And he'll be the first one to like punch a wall, especially in his early career. Um, I think it is like a hallmark of a lot of our most talented athletes out there. I don't know, but I didn't do it. Maybe you were more, you probably were more talented of an athlete than I was. So that's why you're punching walls and I'm just sitting there with my thumb on my ass. Well, I don't know if I was more talented, but I definitely uh, have a bit of an anger issue when it comes to competition. So that being (laughs) said, on Wednesday, we will talk about anger and competition and champions uh, when we dive a little bit deeper and drink a beer and talk about the rise and the fall of the Patriots, this book. I need to do a little bit more research. I think it's going to be an interesting thing for us to talk about. We hope that you have enjoyed your Monday morning with us. We hope that you have gotten some new headlines. Um, And yeah, any other parting words, Kate, before you uh, literally drop off recording? Not a single thing other than we'll see you Wednesday and we've got a lot of tea to spill. So over a beer, we've got a lot of beer to spill. We'll see you on Wednesday for Drafts on Drafts.